Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler, it is Friday for us. Praise the Lord. We always get so excited when Friday it's comes. It's been such a slow week. Really? It's been faster, right? I think it's been slow. It's been a busy week for me. Some interesting things have happened, but it, it has been... It's been a good week. It's been a good week. It's been a good week. It's it's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Well, we want to shout out to Houston, Texas. Texas. Yay, Houston. Thank you so much for listening and downloading. We appreciate it so much and sharing. Please keep it up. Thank you, Houston. All right. Make sure that you reach out to us, please. We have a website, graceintheshadowsor.org. We have an email. Dr. Dr. Jonathan at Grace in the Shadows OR.org. And you can text or call 251 244-4645. If you are looking for a clinical counselor, you live in Alabama or North Carolina, Dr. J is your yes. person. Or if you're looking for a life coach or a pastoral counselor and you live anywhere else, yeah. reach out again. Mm-hmm. And please let us know what your favorite episode is. If you have prayer requests, we would count it an honor to pray for you. And we definitely would not share that. Um, so please reach out, keep sharing, keep downloading, keep listening. You're getting very good at that. You think? Yeah, you're just like a... All right. You're very smooth. Oh, well, thank you. Smooth. All right. Weird facts. Okay, now, are we talking about penguins or pigeons today? No penguins (laughs) or pigeons today. Okay, all right. What are we talking about? In the Netherlands, it is illegal to sell eggs that have been decorated with smiley faces. What? Come on, Netherlands. Netherlands, what do you have against smiley faces? They must not like to smile. I've never been to the Netherlands. I don't think we have any listeners from the Netherlands yet. I, well, probably won't, probably won't after this one. Well, maybe Netherlands, will. listen to us. Come on, listen. We, and then maybe you will not ban smiley faces. This is faces. just weird facts. It's All right. Weird. In okay. Italy, it's illegal to be caught sleeping in a public place. Oh, my. I wonder what they do to you if you're sleeping like on a bus. Do they like hit you on the head? They must take you away. Maybe they used to call you off. <laughs> in churches in the olden days, they'd have like somebody that would like hit you on the head or the hand. That wouldn't go over well nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> they'd come after them. Yeah. All right. Okay. Italy. My goodness. You I just... don't know how stringent they keep these. but uh... I don't know, Italy. Are you against sleep? Or are you just public sleep you don't it's like? It's just very, guess very public... insulting. I guess so. I guess so. In the UK, it's illegal to kiss on a train. Oh, no. I guess you could kiss on a bus. <laughs> kiss in That a sounds like cab. Dr. Seuss, kiss in a cab, kiss on a bus, kiss on, kiss on a train. Well, we're not one, we're not for big public affection, so we would no, be okay. we'd be all right. No. We kiss. No. We do, we just don't do it in front of people. I'm just really. my, my my gift, my love language is more quality time. I know. You, yeah. you don't like big displays. I've never been. Never been. Never liked it. That's okay. All right. Give us another. Australia, it's illegal to have a pet wombat. (laughs) I wouldn't want one. Come on. Why? Come on. Okay. All right. Well, those are just really, where do you find these pets? You come up with some interesting ones. Some nerdy person either makes them up or gets them from somewhere. Right, right. Well, you heard it here first. It's the weird encyclopedia (laughs) of facts. Weird facts. Weird advice. All right. Well, we're weird, weird people, so we kind of fit in with these quirky. weird. <laughs> quirky. Yeah, my kids always talk, talk about how quirky I am. Quirky, quirky. 
They say, you're so awkward. You're You're so awkward. Well, that's me. You're stuck with me. Well, today we're going to be talking about mental health and prayer. Is there is there something to that? Is it does God love people that are mm-hmm. struggling with mental health issues? Um, I know He does, and I know prayer is important. Several years ago, they did a study about you know doctors who pray. Yes, and the yeah. patients do better, and the doctors yeah, do better. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. So and they've done study on, on on people that pray for a sick loved one mm-hmm. and. The, and they had like a placebo and the other one, and they found that it's very effective. Well, well, we, we know that already. Yeah, we know it's effective. We know it's already right. praying in Jesus' name and whatnot. But Absolutely. I want to give you a story that Tony Evans. I love Tony Evans. Tony Evans said. He's cool. I regularly drive on empty. I do too, Tony. Oh, no. I stop at the filler <laughs> station as a last resort. Anytime my wife has to drive my vehicle, her question's always the same. She wants to know if there's anything in the tank. <laughs> Sounds like me. It does sound like you. you put yeah. it another way, I ride on fumes. Uh, they got a picture of Tony Evans. He's got this, he's very loud. And yeah, it. yeah. I do it because I've gotten away with it so often. Oh. There's a little thrill getting to the station in the nick of time. That's horrible. <laughs> One time, my wife was riding with me while my gauge showed empty. She made no short order of telling me that I would get caught and my car would run out of gas. (laughs) I did run out of gas, but I was near an exit ramp. I took the ramp down a hill, coasted into the gas station, just off the service road at the bottom of the decline. (laughs) There have been other times where I wasn't so fortunate. I put I put up my hood at times just to avoid embarrassment to make <laughs> everyone think it was mechanical problems instead of an empty gas tank. Oh my goodness. I live on fumes and to live a prayerless life is to live your spiritual life with fumes. That that's a very good point. Do you remember that time we were going across the mountain? And I we refused were, to stop at the gas station. I said, well, no, we were going to, I was making good time. It was the middle of the night. Yes. And I said, don't you think we need to stop and get gas? And what did you say? No, we'll be all right. And we, there wasn't a gas station for like 30. Oh, my word. The Lord that was a, breathed into the gas station. It was on empty there. And it was, yeah. It, and it was like, on it was. side of a mountain. It would not have been good to have stopped. We would have gotten hit. So, yeah, we we don't need to run on fumes with our car, and we definitely don't need to run on fumes in this life. I find, you know, know, I think we all have had some sort of mental health struggle in our life, either on a consistent basis or, uh, you know, situational. situational. Yeah. And I find that God really uses, whether it's anxiety or Mm -hmm. depression or other things that because you need God. When oh, you're struggling yeah. with physical stuff, but I think emotional health is even worse in some ways. I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, because you just can't, I mean, you know, a lot of times, not all the times, but a lot of times with a physical ailment, you can get medicine, you can feel better, but there's no Band-Aids for emotional issues. Oh, they'll throw some medicines at you. Well, but yeah, but still, there but, just really isn't. And I think that God will use that. And once again, taking your mess, turn into a message for his glory, for your good. Right. But a lot of people ask me, why why pray? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why is prayer so important? I think, number one, prayer is decreed, it's ordered mm-hmm. to us by the king in the universe, Lord Jesus. Yes. 
you know, Jesus taught his disciples mm -hmm. uh, over and over again. How to pray. What, you know, mm -hmm. always, always pray. Do not lose heart. Mm -hmm. In the garden, he told them to what? Pray. Watch and pray. Watch and pray, and they fell asleep. Oh, they did. <clears throat> yeah. Pray without ceasing, Paul says. Mm -hmm. So prayer is pretty important for God. It is. It's mentioned a lot in the Bible, especially by Jesus. Prayer drives us closer to God. It does. Yeah. In verse 2 Corinthians, Paul talks about a thorn in the flesh. Mm. Do you know about that thorn? Well, we don't know what that thorn is, but I know that he talked about it. I'm going to read it very quickly. Okay, go for it. Paul says, I must go on boasting, although there's nothing to be gained. I will go to, on to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. I wonder who that was. It was him. Oh, it was him. Yeah. Whether it was the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. Mm -hmm. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know. But God knows. Mm -hmm. Was caught up to paradise and heard inexpressible things that no one is permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself. He's being kind of funny here. Yeah. Except about my weaknesses. Mm. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. Mm -hmm. But I refrain. No one will think more of me than is warranted of what I say mm -hmm. or because of these surprisingly great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, oh, wow, mm -hmm. I was given a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan, mm -hmm. to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord, mm -hmm. take it away. Mm -hmm. But he said, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, hardships, persecution, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I love that. I think... What do you think that thorn was? I don't know. I mean, we, we've talked about this before, yeah. I think, and talked about if, if we knew what it was and if we had that same issue, we would say, oh, I'm just like the Apostle Paul. Mm -hmm. And we would be proud about it. So, I mean, there's no telling what it was. Some people say it was his eyesight. Some people say he Persecution. might. Yeah, or he might have had. Um, he might have had sickness that was a thorn or maybe some type of epilepsy, Could things like that. Could have been struggling with. Right. Yeah. So I, I think it's important that God didn't let us know so we wouldn't be spiritually prideful. And he could have been. I yeah. mean, he saw the Lord. He went right. to the third heaven. He, yeah. And he was showing them that it's a the humility, the hard times. Mm -hmm. Sometimes God allows, right. even decrees, yeah. to keep us focused on him. Well, he even says, you know, that he, yeah. he was conceited. And so, yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, I think that's why he didn't tell us. Yeah. And so mental health, I'll tell you, will get you on your knees. It will. I mean, there, you know, both of us, there have been times in our life where. Anxiety. Anxiety, yeah, just, right, and just yeah. felt awful. And we, of course, have prayed, prayed for each other, prayed on a, alone, um, and, and just to get through that anxiety and depression. And and God's always there. 
And, you know, sometimes it's important to, like, turn off your all your electronics. And, you know, if mm-hmm. you have loved ones, tell them, okay, I'm, I'm just I'm taking a break from everything. Mm-hmm. And get along with God, especially when you're having those those mental health issues. That's right. A pra- praising God, even turning on music. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Music. As Chris, I mean, you wouldn't want to turn on heavy metal or anything like that. But Christian praise music that's really going to uplift you, mm-hmm. even helps you in your praying. Praying, I think. Secondly, prayer is a trademark of a bona fide child of God. True. That means you are really a child of God. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the scripture says that from Romans 8.15, that we are adopted, we receive the Spirit as adoptions of sons, right? By whom we cry, "Abba, Daddy, Father." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like a baby, mm-hmm. like when it comes out of the womb. We know that the sign that baby's alive is through breathing fresh air, right? Well, for a Christians, sign that they are a Christian, and a sign that they're they're alive in Christ is prayer. Well, that is our fresh air. It you is. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It helps us breathe better. <laughs> right. I mean, seriously. How can we not pray to someone, uh, to our Father? Right. Yeah. So if someone's not really praying mm-hmm. or doesn't want to pray, you have to say, are they, where are they? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I understand some people get nervous about praying in front of people and things like that, but you can still pray to yourself in your heart or not to yourself, to God in your heart. Um, and so, yeah, you, you need to be praying. Definitely. You know, carrying burdens mm-hmm. on our own. Not a good idea. We're living in a very, very hostile, crazy world. <sighs> We are. Everybody's trying to get ahead of everybody and knocking everybody out of the way. And just it's a tough world that we're living in. I mean, turn on the news. Mm-hmm. You'll see how awful it is. But when we pray, mm-hmm. as soon as a child of God says, Father, mm-hmm. we re- we are praying and we're whispering in the ear of the Father in heaven because of who we are in Christ. And you know what? I don't think we take that seriously enough. I don't. I know I don't. I'm sitting here talking about it. I'm, I'm yeah, convicted. I preach it to myself. Well, I'm convicted as well. I mean, it is such an opportunity for us to talk to the God of the universe. And we can do it whenever we want to. The third one is prayer is more about changing us than, it, than God. True. God doesn't change. Well, no, he doesn't need to. Fancy word. He's immutable. Oh, that is a big word. He doesn't change. That's a That's fancy right. word. Okay. Uh, and so because of that, we pray. And when we pray to God, mm-hmm. we're praying to him. That We're going to get to that in a second. It's a means that God uses to accomplish an end that he decreed from the foundation of the world. Right. But he allows us the privilege mm-hmm. of prayer. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, to change us Absolutely. and make us right where yeah. we need to be. Well, yeah. I mean, when you pray, you just get that peace and your your outlook's different. You know, you read the Psalms of David. Mm-hmm. He often started with prayers, and I'm just, I'm kind of just making, kind of give an example here. Mm-hmm. He would start off by, God, why did you do this to me? Right. You know, why does the evil man... Mm-hmm. succeed and you bless him but you don't bless me mm-hmm. and then by the end of it all mm-hmm. he's praising god yes he is yes he is and and 
That's what happens. I mean, when you're praying to God, he changes you. Hmm. He does. True. Prayer is a means, is the fourth one. He, uh, God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. I take great solace in the fact that he's sovereign. I am glad that he is in control and not me. So whatever comes to pass, God ultimately is sovereign over it. Right. In his infinite wisdom mm-hmm. and the counsel of his will, he's permitted this. He allows us to pray. Matter of fact, even preach the gospel and talk about the gospel. Mm-hmm. He's allowed that as a means to be a part of his story for his glory, mm-hmm. for our good. Oh, that was right there. That his was pretty good. I can, I, maybe I can start like a rap song for that. Let's not it do kinda, that. No, no, nah, no. You don't want that. No, I don't think you need to be a rapper. No. I love Jesus. Okay. I love Je- You're going to scare people off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, and I think Jesus, when he talked about worrying, mm-hmm. you know, look at the, he talked to his disciples, look at the birds. Right. Does the Heavenly Father not feed them? Oh, he does. Yeah. He look does. at the, look at the lilies or right. the flowers. Or, right. Does, mm-hmm. does he not take care of those? Definitely. How much will he take care of us? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. So, and I have to work on all this. Yeah. So, well, I do too. Most of we we definitely do not have all this down. So, please don't think we do. They're we thinking don't. that we're just like no, everything. And no, you know what? I'm no. preaching to myself. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm talking we, to myself. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Prayer is an awesome honor. It's a magnificent honor. Yes. That we can talk to the God of the universe. Right. All we have to do is say His name. And, you know, we participate in glorifying him. Mm-hmm. We didn't deserve it. No. He chose us by grace. Right. Mercy. Mm-hmm. For eternity. Yes. Uh, and, you know, well, it, people that struggle with mental health mm-hmm. or anything for that matter, or right. even the pains and anxieties mm-hmm. of the news and the things going on around us. Right. This scripture here. To me, uh, really gives me peace. Romans eight eighteen. Go ahead and read that. By, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So our struggling with whether it's mental health, mm-hmm. whether it's physiological, whether whatever, mm-hmm. as a Christian. The best is yet to come. This is life yes, is short is. in comparison to eternity. It is. And, you know, when you're going through that tough time, you know, if you are his, Mm -hmm. you can say, okay, it's not always going to be like this. Someday I'll be in glory. With a glorified body. Yes. (laughs) And, you know, I'll have peace and and I won't ever have to worry or Mm -hmm. cry or be upset or be depressed or anxious again. Because I know it. Because we will be in heaven with him. Mm. That's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's and, good stuff. Well, the last one is prayer is to test our faith. Yes. We pray. We're a child of God. You know, both Peter and James, both the church prayed fervently mm-hmm. for, for Peter. Do you remember when he was, I'm not going to read the whole thing for length. <laughs> Because it's a, but he remember when he was put in prison, he was uh-huh. going to be executed the next day. Right. And an angel came, the church came together and prayed for Peter. Yeah. And uh, the angel came in and said, Wake up, Pete. And they, <laughs> and they kind of, uh, all the shackles fall off. The, right. The guard fell, uh, fell asleep. They yeah. walked out. He walked out with the angel. 
And then he walked to the house where the people were praying for him. And Rhoda. Answered the door. He said, hey. And she slammed the door. She said, she she said, she thought she, she's like, what? <laughs> she saw Peter. And uh, her name was Rhoda. I want to, yeah. sounds like some waitress off of a. Yeah, it was a, yeah, there was a show. With Rhoda? Yeah, Rhoda. But she slammed the door to say because she was like freaked out. <laughs> she was, God answered her prayer. And you know what? Sometimes we do get freaked out when God answers our prayer. You know, and that's kind of a good freak. Yeah, definitely. But now James, the half-brother Jesus, who writes about a fervent prayer of a righteous man prevaileth much, mm -hmm. he was in a similar situation, but he died. Yeah. And sometimes that happens. I mean, we all know that sometimes we pray, you know, for God to bring healing, and sometimes that ultimate healing comes through death and then there with Jesus. So. And so I think that the fact whether God says yes or no, right or wait, is a is a sign of mm -hmm. that you're a child of God and is right. really testifying of your faith. True, definitely. And and if you have, you know, uh, we urge you if you have any type of mental health or physical health or any any of those issues, you know, start if you you've never really prayed. First of all, you've got to make sure that you are are a child of God. Mm -hmm. So you need to ask him into your heart. You need to Amen. claim him as your Lord and Savior. And uh, then you're saved. And you know that you'll go to heaven someday when you die. So that's the first prayer you should ever pray. And after that, if you're having these struggles, don't lay down and moan and groan and, and be so overwhelmed. When you're getting to that point, you need to stop, or before you get to that point, really, you need to stop and pray and ask God to help you. And he will. I mean, I can attest in my own life, um, I've struggled with depression and anxiety, uh, you know, for many years. Mm -hmm. And when I get in the right mindset and pray and ask God's help, he lifts me out of that. And I feel so, so much better than I ever did. So it's it's very important. And sometimes he answers yes, and sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes right. he's maybe. Yeah. And I think it's it's the fact that we're persevering, mm -hmm. and he will be with us in in the life by giving us peace. Yeah. Of knowing whose we are, mm -hmm. and he can take our mouth and turn it to a message for his glory for our good. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Please thank keep you. listening, downloading, and sharing, and let us know how you are. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye.